Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. For the month of February 2023, we ask you to be mine. Mm. It's just the letter B though, because it's, yeah. like, it's B movies or B movie month of Movie <laughs> Theater <laughs> Time Machine. It's a joke we wish we should review B movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Put that behind the paywall. <laughs> The it was distracting that there were so many male bees. But... A movie about a bee who could fuck a human. Well, no. we they actually fucked. I don't. There, there was this, some rule thirty four there. <laughs> yeah, he, he was perfectly intelligent. I don't want to think about it. As if I don't want to think about it. Oh, Just... uh, gang listeners. Welcome to the Insanity of Movie Theater Time Machine. Kaz and I are sick right now. We're sparing Dan and Jaws. We're not in Nerdery Studios. We're doing this over Zoom, so you'll probably hear the sounds of... Wiggly, watery... Yeah. There might be a roboting now and then, but... Yeah. Well, I don't this movie can make sense. So you probably hear the sounds of our cat, actually, of Nudge. Nudge on her lap as well. She could be the podcast. Come here, Jim. Video games. Yeah. I really so this is gonna be it's gonna be interesting. This movie, um this this what the, fuck, what the fuck was this? This barely a movie is what it is. Yeah. So Robot Monster from nineteen nineteen fifty three. I couldn't remember three or four. And man, does it feel like it? <laughs> For context, uh, is this everybody's first time except maybe me? It's mine. I've I've been aware of it. It's the first time I've actually seen I'm, it. Yeah, I, this is the first time for me. Have you seen this before? I might have, but I might be confusing it with an in-depth review, making fun of it. So I already knew how it ended. Was the in-depth review as long as this movie? I don't know. Or was the in-depth review everything but the walking parts taken out? Was it like a? It might have been a cinema snob. Okay, or something like. Or it's that. or it's more walking. Just you know, the poor guy in this gorilla suit had to walk uphill in the desert over and over again. I think he got into a fight with the director. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So the movie we're talking about, by the way, we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. Uh, and and, and this is Nudge. And. Yeah, the movie we're talking about, Robot Monster. I mean... Bad, bad? It was alright for, for what it was. It was it was entertaining, at least. I swear I didn't know what was going on, because at first, uh, I know I heard the kid call somebody a professor, and uh-huh. then, like, ten minutes later, he's calling him dad. So yep. I was like, wait... Did I mishear something? And then the movie continued, and I'm like, I, I must have misheard. And then when it happened at the end, I was like, no, I didn't mishear Dick. I was just confused. Okay. Because yep. you know what? I, a random German in a cave that we found while playing to beat Dad, all the, like out of nowhere. It's like, um, all right. No. This is in the fifties, so was he was he hiding out? Was it a uh, Project Paperclip situation? You know, I was just like, hmm. I'm thinking, oh, he has an accent. Are we doing the der- German scientist trope? Oh, what he experimented on his family with a right. 
An antibiotic that cured you of all diseases ever. An antibiotic that cures you of lasers. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the part I love best. But you know, just experimenting I on forgot about the that. family. That sounds like yeah. more of a project paper operation pop paper. It was Operation Paper. I had it wrong. Paper clip. Shit. Yeah. He's got skeletons in his closet. But I mean, if it's Operation Paperclip too, like I wonder, like how many sets did they have in this movie, or like where? Two. Where did... Two. They had the cave, and they had the outside the cave. Yeah, they had the. They whatever, had the wall. Whatever that walled off thing was that they were in with no roof. Yeah. They're, 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 like they couldn't get a, anything beyond this, or they couldn't get a, anything beyond the wall. It's it's you know, the equivalent of what I made, the base that I made in No Man's Sky, because I got real bored real quick. So it's literally just a chunk out of the side of a mountain, and like a and like a chair. It's like ha, ah, that's my base. Bubble machine. Oh yeah, I need to get a bubble machine for my base. Thing. <laughs> I got to reinstall that No Man's Sky. A fucking bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying alien technology like bubbles. I love that the bubble machine actually got a credit in the credits. It's like, it? it's like the billion bubble machine. It's in the credits. Oh my god. Did they have a deal? <laughs> no. The thing that I'm wondering here, like, I'm looking at notes here. This movie's budget was $16,000. I wouldn't have been surprised if you just stopped at sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering if they did that, if they had a whole set planned, or if they had a little house and all that, and they had to change the script because they got locked out. <laughs> Was this basic? No, that might be. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it is, all, the movie is based, you know, what it comes from is this period of time where TV was on the rise. And there was also the rise of the drive-in movie. Mm-hmm. So at a period of time, you got to understand, nobody gave a shit what the movie was. No. At all, because you weren't going there to see the damn movie. Like, you really kind of, well, we all know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. yeah. Or you were going for the experience if you were like, you know, the yeah. grown-ups that went to the drive-in. Right. Yeah. You go in there and you're doing your thing and... You know, this is a time to put the Adam and Eve promo in. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do something in your car in front of 30 other people? Um, we don't recommend it, but if you want. <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy people watching somewhat? <laughs> oh, voyeurism is a thing. Yeah, yeah. as long yeah. as everyone's kind of consenting. Yeah, true. True, but I mean, this is... This is weird. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it did stop, but I mean, that's the $16,000 of like, okay, like, okay, who got it? Who has a key to the set? None of you? Okay, we're filming over here, and this is a post Ruins movie now. Yeah. A nuclear yeah. apocalypse happened. Okay, you were. Yeah, yeah but, a nuclear apocalypse happens with little to no fanfare. Yeah. Are you, are you in a. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know the you're playing a gorilla, right? You're the gorilla that got stopped from the zoo. That's what I imagine in my head. The gorilla escaped the zoo and it's called Monster or something. A gorilla that's around the city and then suddenly no, it's an alien race. Yeah, you see, I didn't have gorilla. I just kept calling him Bigfoot to get his head stuck in like a like a large peanut butter jar, and that's what I just kept calling him. He's like, he's I like kept calling him Bigfoot peanut butter jar. Peanut butter jar. 
That's what I kept calling him throughout like the movie. It's like Scuba Bigfoot, effectively. Yeah, that's but you know he's an alien because he's got antennas. Yeah. Here, put, put this diving helmet on your head when it's missing something. Wait, you're an alien now. Steve, can you break the antenna off the TV? Oh, that's my favorite TV. We need it for the movie. This is going to be great. I keep scraping the roof of the cave. Just deal with it, Dave. You're fine. Deal with it, Dave. God damn it. <laughs> wait. Wait, we only have 14 minutes of this movie. Don't worry, we could film him walking. Walking a lot. We're gonna... Walking. So, you, wait, you're telling me the movie is only an hour long? Well, the script took three hours to write. I thought it'd be three hours to film. <laughs> yeah, a page per minute. That's what they told us. In the school. <laughs> oh, a page only, per minute. If only we could have seen it in 3D. <laughs> I can't imagine that a... a, a Black and white movie is, is greatly enhanced by the red and blue 3D effect. <laughs> I, I can't imagine either. Oh, man. So, I mean, this movie, my God, what the... Hey, this is 1953. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's is barely a movie. It's, it's just about feature length. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, is feature length supposed to be like 70 minutes or so? Because this movie is a, is sixty two minutes, including credits. Yeah, yeah. Um, we might have had a little bit more because we had commercials now and then. Because this this is free on, on free on Tubi. There's three versions of it on Tubi actually, because there's the Rift Tracks version of it on, on Tubi, the regular version, and I believe MST3K. And that's technically two of the oh, same. There's got to be an MST3K version of this. Yes. Yeah, they, and they I think they redid it as. Uh, uh, Rift tracks, tracks later on, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I think one of the reviews on this here is that Los Angeles Times reported that theater men considered this film in 1953 one of the top turkeys of the year. Well, yeah. I mean, I get it. Not really knowing much of what a turkey would be in that sense, but I guess... Um, well, a turkey it, isn't like... A, it just... It, it bombed terribly, like... Yeah. I'm looking at this. Uh, under cast, there is literally only ten people in the cast. Period. End of yeah. story. And two of them are two of them are the alien. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the two guy. different aliens, aren't they? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's the same. It's the same guy just with a different helmet because they put plungers on the one for the leader. <laughs> yeah. That like he had plunger antennas. Gregory Moffat as Johnny. George Naylor as Roy. Claudia Barrett as Alice. Selena Royal with cheese as mother, and uh, mother. the professor, the professor uh, John Mylong, which is hilarious to say. <laughs> and <laughs> and as, because we've been binging Beavis and Butthead quite a bit, it really. And, uh, yeah, and George Nader, who absolutely is the one who survived the most all the way to 2002. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, and it's. Uh, you know, known for doing many, many, many movies, but is always very much known for Robot Monster. It's known as one of the worst worst films ever made. I mean, it wasn't great. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be fair, but yeah. it, it gets the the it gets the feeling across that I was going for with with the B movie situation. Yeah. It's just like you gotta see the awful ones to really appreciate the god awful yeah. ones like Birdemic. Or, <laughs> yeah. You do. You do, or the room, or fateful yep. findings, or or well, any fateful findings is on a whole other level. Oh, it is. 
<laughs> oh, no. You committed suicide. Oh, no. Why? I can't get you out of this one. <laughs> oh, no. Prometheus. It's Prometheus. <laughs> the critic deep cut for those who... It, it's such a good show. Anyway. Uh, underrated. Under-fucking-rated. Hmm, so, an interesting thing in the wiki about... Yeah. Was, was Tucker the director? I guess. Um, Phil Tucker was a director. There were apparently three directors. Two of them didn't want to be credited. Credited on this. <laughs> Strangely, they didn't want to be known by this. Yeah, the wiki says that he tried to kill himself. And, uh, let's see, but he'd sent a letter to a newspaper first, and that's how reporter and detectives found him. Uh, and he said he'd not been paid for Robot Monster and was unable to get a job, even as an usher. And I finally realized my future in the film industry was bleak. Damn. That's uh, dark as hell. Yeah. It, it says it was revealed that Tucker and the producer had quarreled and the film exhibitors had instructions not to let Tucker in to see the film unless he paid admission. Oh, that's vicious. That's terrible. Jeez. I mean, the movie wasn't good, but that doesn't mean you should do that to the person who had, you know, anything to do with it. Yeah. It's like, if your name's on this, you're you're at least allowed to see what's going on. Right, yeah. So, I mean, the... <laughs> the movie is involves Roman Extension <laughs> XJ2, referred to just as Roman. Roman. The, the eponymous, you know, gorilla in a scuba suit. Scuba <laughs> suit. Destroyed all human life on Earth with a calculinator death ray to prevent Calc- human... Calcinator, yeah, you're right. Calcinator death ray, which just makes, like, inverted colors happen a few times and then people are dead and we yeah, have a... It's like a 12-minute end of the world. Yeah. It happened off-screen. Yeah. Like, he destroyed the world in, like, nine minutes or some shit. Humanity, yeah, and it helps prevent humanity from challenging his race, except for the eight humans who are alive and uh, in a protected facility. Survivors are a professor, his wife, their two daughters, Alice, Carl, and Carla, and their young son, Johnny, and the professor's assistant, Roy, and the space pilots... Neither of them who were seen or heard who were on the space station. The space, yeah, they're, they're, they were on, like, the space platform, which... Okay, hold on, time out, what? We have a manned space space program situation going on in 54? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> right. I didn't... I, I thought we got... We weren't even at the moon yet, yeah. so... Oh. <laughs> but yeah, there's the space platform, because this happens in the year 19... Yeah. And we have... Hmm? Well, considering the ending, it sort of excuses it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently there's, like, two unknown astronauts who are going, like, they're the, they're going to go in a rocket to the space platform to rally the garrison of, I guess, space marines that are up there or something. At least that's the Something. implication that they're going to do because they're like there's only eight humans left on the planet but there's a whole garrison of soldiers on the space platform and it's just like <laughs> guys humanity's fucked really yeah 
Right. Oh. Yeah. You know, like, what's a garrison gonna do? Yeah. Right? They're right. gonna get calcinated. How damn are you it? gonna repopulate with just a garrison? Yeah. So no. You need something like this, like <laughs> 300 some odd people, roughly, to restart humanity. You need 64. That seems low. You need 64 people. You need. I swear to you, it's you need 64 I, people to yeah. repopulate the Earth. How'd you come uh, up with that? It's it's. I don't remember what's uh, what science program I watched, but you need 64 individual people to repopulate the Earth for genetics purposes. Like to have and to have like a diverse enough. Genetics profile, so we don't just all become Habsburg yeah. like swamp hillbillies. Sixty-four. Sixty-four people. Hmm. Yeah, uh, if I if I can go back and remember what program I watched, but yeah, sixty-four. Wow. Yeah. It seems low. And what if, I, if you, I just, and if they don't like each other? I, I I'm just telling you what I learned. Baster. <laughs> but again, if you're repopulating everything, then you probably don't have health care, and you. Death by childbirth. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had, they had that in the show Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, where they had that whole plot of one episode where one woman who was, like, the closest thing to a doctor they had, who had to go, like, break into a library and read everything possible because there was no internet. Oh. It's actually a pretty scary thing. But did you know all that, you know, the, the eight humans are alive because... They, as we already talked about it, they they have a they have a serum that they had, and the serum protects them from everything that's better, that's in the future, the past, the present, everything. Everything. Yep. It makes it's, it's an antibiotic that apparently it, it makes them to to everything, including lasers. Yeah, hey guys, I'm vaccinated against lasers, so you can't be, you can't use that. <laughs> no. Yeah, lasers, Freaking lasers. Isn't that like the plot of the last Dragon Ball? movie is he makes a serum that makes his skin even like impervious to bullets I mean kinda so it's, this yeah. is not out of the realm of anything I've ever read about the, ever the so. main thing I remember from the newest DBZ movie is how Piccolo holds a cell phone <laughs> that's all I can remember and he turned orange at one point it's true it's also anyway <laughs> I saw that in the theater. yeah, yeah. So, roll song. <laughs> Jesus, okay. <laughs> so, Roman must complete the destruction of all humans, even if it means killing them one by one before his hands. Because he's, he's constantly, like, every time, almost every time we see Roman, he's either wandering the desert miserably, because of course he's going to be so freaking hot in that costume. Because or he he's walking into or out of his cave using the same recycled uh, footage of him turning on his TV every goddamn Thank time. Thank you. I was wondering that. If it's it the was the same. Oh, like, oh. when he comes over and turns the thing on, we see it at least four times. If we're going off yeah. recycled footage, I yeah. have a goal. All right? Okay. At the very beginning of this movie, there is a lizard fight. <laughs> okay? Yes. yes. All right. There is this weird ass lizard fight. Somebody glued and- a fin to a poor baby crocodile. And it's just been reused in several movies, apparently. But if you but if you watch it very closely, there's a splice yeah. in between this fight, and there's a splice of a toy dinosaur and another toy dinosaur fighting, and then it splices back there into is, there is like a second and a half of like a quick claymation two stegosaurus is fighting, yeah. and then it's back to the 
actual factual animals fighting each yes. other. And I think we watched a skink die in this video. That mm-hmm. seems pretty real. That thing was going into a death hole. It was. It was death hole. Mm. There was an no alligator and, um, I don't know, monitor, monitor lizard? What it, it's stock footage that's been used over and over. I read about it a little while ago. I'm trying to find something. Yeah. But if you rewatch that thing, just seriously, watch it again and notice the, the maybe second, second and a half splice of the two dinosaurs of fighting. Two, two stegosauruses where it's almost like the kid's taking his toys going, rah, clank, 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 and <laughs> then it's back to, back to the actual it animal. Is, it is when you see that alligator, though. You think it's looking like a toy. It looks like it's being spit-roasted a bit. It mm-hmm. does. Yeah, because it's, it's like it's being turned. I don't know, like it's on the side. And almost, you just see this. Like it's just being turned off, just slightly off camera. Hmm. I hope so. Yeah. I would hope so, because otherwise we watched an actual, like, lizard fight to the death. Yeah, yeah, that makes me feel weird. But, um, so after the negotiations are fruitless here, Roman destroys Jason McLeod's spaceship that's sent into space to escape along with the space platform. It's because he goes woogity 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 at it, and the camera flashes inverted colors, and then, uh-oh, everything. And the space platform, yeah. which, by the way, yeah. is a little plastic toy jet that you can see the strings of them swinging it around, and they put a sparkler on it. Oh, I thought they were taking that to yeah. the space platform. Yeah. There was one they were taking to the space platform, and then there was another like jet that they were holding out. It looked like it was maybe on a stick or something. That they were implying was the space platform. Well, there, was, there was one that they, they lit up. There was one they mm-hmm. lit up, and they were letting it fly around. And then there was another that was stationary, that one was that was like supposed to dock to it. And then they both exploded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, at any point, did you guys did you guys hear? In uh, at least I did in my head. I don't know if I could pick this up, but I picked up the uh, um, I picked up the freaking uh, VR Troopers theme song. I didn't hear it, but you know what? I could go back and check. But <laughs> yeah. well, you hear that every time you see platforms with strings, I immediately hear that. Yeah, okay. Fair. Well, I mean, VR Troopers was a monstrosity cobbled together from, like, three different shows. Yes, it was. It was. It's almost as much as much chaos as the original, like, Robotech slash Macross. Yeah. Oh, that was three different shows with entirely different uh, premises. Yeah. Just smashed all together. It's like, this is what we're calling Gundam. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely awful, and I mean, I remember on a tangent thing, I remember my dad and I were watching it, and like, we were watching the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you know, he's like, it's not my thing, but kind of see why you like it, alright, cool, kind of getting into it halfway, and then he'd watch that, and he'd head to work, and yeah. he'd get to the point where he was really hating his job, and then, you know, VR Troopers came on beforehand, so I was watching VR Troopers, getting into that, and he just... The commercial break went on. He grabbed. He went in, into the kitchen, grabbed his lunch, and left for work. <laughs> just like, nope, bye. <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. You know, I just, I, I, I never forgot that look on his face. I'm just like, yeah, because I think I told him on the story on the show before. Like my, my dad is a person that he never really spouts anger, but when he's when he's mad or angry or upset, he just stays quiet. 
Like, we went to see some movie and it took forever and a day. I'm like, Dad, did you enjoy the movie? He's like, no. <laughs> was, it, was it Castaway? Because that movie was like four and a half hours of, of sand and water. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And, you know, I was wishing Tom Hanks would take a shower. Yeah. It, yeah, it was one of those. He's just like, uh, like it was just miserable the whole ride home. Uh, let's see. So where were we here? Uh, okay. So the professor uses. Oh, the professor blow up the the rocket and the space platform because yeah. they ignored it on the way in because they thought it would be better for that for the ro- romans to use. Yeah. And they yeah. said, "All right, fine, it, fine, screw everybody," and they destroyed both of them. Yeah. So there's literally only six people left on Earth. Yeah. So Roman instead demands to talk to Alice alone, who agrees oh, despite her family's protest. Because, because of course, he falls in love with the with the young woman. Because, yeah. you know, humans. Wait. Right? Be like that. That's a lady. Wait a minute. I, I do not understand why, but I must talk to the lady. What Wait. is this thing you call love? <laughs> And Johnny leaves Roman, and uh, Alice ventures out with Roy to find them, and Johnny confronts Roman, reveals his, his immunity. And tells him everything. Uh-huh. Because... Was it like, like a little, like, there was like the black and white Dennis the Menace for a moment? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! Yeah, that, that whole, the whole... And runs away. <laughs> yeah. Well, Roman's just like, thanks, kid, you suck. Yeah. You gave me everything. Oh man, I did. Yeah, I need to go waddle back to my cave and tell my boss that the plunger's on his head about this. <laughs> and Alice and Roy find Johnny and they're supposedly kissing each other while they're still in danger. And that because, you know, those, like, yeah. like because, five yeah, minutes I love you, but you almost wanted to hear like, okay, it's a porn up community thing. Yeah, I mean Kinda, and then they come back and they're both all smiles, like, what were you doing? It's like, mm, yeah. we know what happened, so then we have a shotgun wedding, pretty much. We have to day. get married now. Yeah, we have to get married <laughs> now because she's no longer pure. Will you perform the wedding ceremony? Okay. They shotgun wedding because they wanted to. Well, after they did what they did, yeah. Yeah. They In the 50s, like- that would that, that would have been the the biggest scandal ever. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, so I don't think the neighbors are going to be able to judge them. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody's movie. here. <laughs> yeah. You say, people going to, going to see the movie would have flipped out about it. Because, you know, we were, like, we were way more ultra. Conservative. Yeah. Like, ultra conservative, ultra. Uh, 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 puritanical. Puritanical. That's what I'm going for. I know. They did weddings in Last Man on Earth. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. The last band on Earth with uh, they to show their commitment. Yeah, with Kristen Shaw demanded to have a wedding in a church, and then but yeah. can, can um Alice make raisin balls? Oh yeah, uh, I forgot all about that. Last man on Earth. Raisin oh God, really great show that deserved an ending, but didn't really do much. That's um, you know it's. So the marriage conducted, and it's there. They ask the Lord for the victory, and mankind struggle. And Roman discovers Carla outside the facility, and then Roman has killed the little girl. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try not to get super religious on this, but it's like there are six people left on Earth. Right. God abandoned you when the robot gorilla scuba thing showed up, and. 
it's it's proof that he wasn't there for this. If you follow, right. really hated people. Yeah, yeah. yeah this First, it was a flood. Then it was a space monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they wanted peace and quiet. Yeah. God, will oh me, will everybody just shut up? Is <laughs> those downstairs neighbors that always make so much noise? So he's just like guys stomping on the floor. Come on, enough. <laughs> That's like a boring apartment of a really cool party. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is. Sorry to my Canadian friends. <laughs> Uh, there's so Roman, uh, Roman's mission is waylaid, and that, however, he develops an illogical attraction to Alice and cannot bring himself to eliminate her. He asks the Great One if he can may keep one human, demands to continue the, you know, is demanded to continue the mission. Roman rediscovers Alice and Roy and throws Roy off of a cliff. Because they go for their honeymoon over there in the fucking apocalypse yeah. eight feet above Roman's cave <laughs> <laughs> because why because we have three sets that's the only places we're allowed to film <laughs> just go to the field over there yeah, go to the field over there next to the quarry where we're living near the near the cave where we put this bubble machine and we're well, not allowed to move it's the only game. place with shelter. Yeah. There's insurance on it. They got insurance for this eight feet. They there's can't a, move it from here. There's one person <laughs> who knows how to work the billion bubble machine. And, and he will not he will not tolerate anyone touching it. Exactly. It needs to stay right here. You cannot move the bubble machine. It stays here. <laughs> it costs $15,000. The budget for this movie is $16,000. You cannot move the bubble machine. It stays right here. <coughs> uh, <laughs> Imagine some chain smoking guy in an office. I don't want the fucking bubble machine touch. It's like yeah, the bubble machine is sacrosanct. You can't let any any of your, your extras get anywhere near the thing. That's that's all the better. What about for my kid's birthday next week? As long as he has a cave birthday, we're fine. (laughs) He has it right here. (laughs) Right there. Picnic table's right there. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna like the cave now. You're into caves. Hey, make sure that you take pictures with the monkey. Yeah, we got that on rental too, but I, I don't know we're going to get our deposit back because I think that scuba helmet is stuck in it. What do you say? It's like Invader Zim with the guy that was stuck in the chicken suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got chicken legs. <laughs> Over there. Uh, I think you just need to pull the zipper down. <laughs> Am I a chicken? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I got some information about the um Go ahead. the dino- the animal things. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the gluing rubber shit onto animals trope is called slurpasaur, and it comes from the effects have been reused over the stock footage from a movie called One Million BC got reused. Um, the I've heard of that. Got reused hmm. over and over and over again, including this movie. So if you've seen the alligator and that lizard tussling around, uh, yeah. Mm. You get a lot of mileage out of that particular fight. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, with that, that's like three minutes of footage right there. Mm-hmm. So really tacking that in really just made this movie over an hour. And it was a lot of walking. It was a lot of padding. Yeah. It was pad come it wasn't a fucking padded so with a cocktail. <laughs> like yeah, it would have like years later in the seventies film, it would have been an like an an excruciatingly long uh shot of watching someone drive somewhere in a car the size of, you know, a zip code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, what the hell was that one? That, 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 that Jimmy Stewart movie you're talking oh, yeah. about. Oh, fuck. It was after... Vertigo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Ver- Vertigo. Which, Vertigo at the end is very, very good. During the most of the movie, it's watching Jimmy Stewart drive somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to get scratch tickets. <laughs> the film crew comes with me. Uh, so we discovered Alice here. So uh, yeah, he throws, Alice and yeah, he throws Roy off of a cliff, but he explains to Alice that the energy source lives in his cave, where he can he takes her and attempts to woo her before being interrupted by the professor's broadcast. Now, this See, movie, at, at this point, Joss and I had had both kind of asleep. we had fallen into an edible coma. So, while I know how the movie ends, I didn't actually see it. Okay. (laughs) But this is a point where you can see, there's some cuts where you can see the screen. Yeah. It goes back and clearly, like, the screen that he's talking to the great one on or that he's talking to somebody else with or talking to the family. You see back and you can see the silver screen on there. I thought Mm -hmm. it with all the projector. ripples, yeah, it, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you can see, you can see the projection screen. Well, if it's supposed to be like a projection screen, then the ripples are fine. Yeah, it just, it just suddenly looks off. Like you know, it's a B movie right there. Like it, it just, you would see the sore things didn't uh, tip you off. Well, yeah, a little. Well, was, I remember at one point during a cave scene, somebody, somebody bumped the camera and it actually just wiggled at one point. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. I didn't see any boom mics in the shot, but they might not have been able to afford boom mics. So, yeah, with what happens now is they make a plan. They're going to save Alice, but what's going to happen is they're going to distract Roman. The kid has the a kid's going to do it. He's like, give me a gun. <laughs> give me a gun. I'll distract Roman while you're on the other side. He'll go after me, and then you take Alice out of the way. They're like, sure. America. Yeah. Okay, here's a gun because it's 1953 and a six year old with a gun. Everybody goes, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know. It's probably because of you know how the whole way it ends. Yeah. Well, and, that ending. You know, yeah, because of course the kid saves the day. Yeah. Well, not quite because both Johnny and Roman suddenly killed by the Great One's blast because the Great One here is like. If you don't kill everybody, you're off this mission. You mean and great the, guidance? Yeah, the great, the great one, great guidance. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he sends lightning down and then kills both of them. Because why do we need Roman for this if he can just straight up raid in the whole planet? Yeah. Right? Unless he was testing yeah. him. And the great one continues the genocide with cosmic June rays, which causes the, you know, and now here's the thing. 
if you guys didn't see this, but he causes prehistoric animals to come back. There we go. For right, okay, cool. We're padding. Yeah, and then smash the planet out of the universe. But Johnny's alive. Sure. Okay. Everybody else is alive. He got calcinated, didn't he? Yeah. And then suddenly Roman and his arms are raised in a threatening manner after they arrive on Earth. And he walks out of his cave directly to the audience. Now, the whole time before this, they see that Roman and every, you know, everybody else beforehand, you know, they have kids playing and there's a little picnic. And it comes back that they, they fucking north this damn thing. It was all just a dream. And because, because the kids in, after their picnic are supposed to take a group nap. In the quarry where they were having their picnic among the rocks. Here's some archaeology. Is this something that we're supposed to do on a picnic? You just fall asleep in this hot sun for no reason? Not very easy. Yeah. I don't, oh, okay. Well, my dad ended up in the emergency room in the 60s. He didn't intend to fall asleep, but, I mean, you know, he did. And then it's like, I heard the dangers of the sun for the rest of my life. And it's like, oh, is it you pick a picnic? Pick someone. Like, I didn't get that either. Like, okay, go ahead and have a nap. Like, you I promised to try to have a nap after our after our picnic. He's like, is that a thing people do? I'm confused. I don't, think, I don't know, man. I, I don't think anybody really knew what the hell they were doing in this movie anyway. Yeah. yeah. We'll just pretend like, oh, this is what you think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that gives me ideas. The actual production crew was made of romance. <laughs> they don't actually know how humans behave. <laughs> yeah. Romance, countrymen. <laughs> romance, give me your... Oh, Antenna. man. Lend me yeah. your speaker antennas. Yeah. <laughs> Lend me your bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> I need a billion of them. The box said billion bubbles, but I don't... I don't this is, this is I not I mean, this one, you, you just want to, you just want to see, like, you just want to see Hogarth, you know, putting a whole bunch of whipped cream into a Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> On the side of this, you just go, well, don't, don't spoil your dinner with snacks. Yeah. I won't. Oh, God, I love that movie. Yeah. I, I don't I really don't know with this movie. I mean, I I enjoyed myself for the moments of watching this, but I remember it being worse than it was. So it was less terrible, but it was it was entertaining. I will not call it good because it most assuredly is not. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> we both so... Did, so. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, take that with what you will. I mean, this for what it is. This is this is the drive-in movie. Yes. Yep. This is this is something you can put on in the background on a Sunday, and it's you're not gonna like, you're not gonna feel terrible about it at the end of the day. No. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, why don't we take a few moments? Let's put in the uh, let's talk about forty forty one media, and we'll be right back. 
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Okay, fantasy casting. I got one. Okay, what do you got? Come on. Y'all know the obvious one. Eh? Yeah. Roman, Roman Tommy Wiseau. Oh. I mean, yeah, because I'm pretty sure he is an alien. <laughs> There's got, it's got to be at this point. Yeah, because Tom, Tommy Wiseau is like a racist caricature, caricature of a nationality that doesn't exist. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I have to go ahead and kill humans because humans have been very mean to me, huh? They've been very mean to me, and I, I fed up with this world. It's <laughs> my calcinator ray. <laughs> the calcinator ray will go ahead and shake humans. But you know they have this one, and then Tommy Wiseau is also the professor. Uh, yeah, he's, playing bo- he's playing both roles, and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Denny is Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's Denny. Yep. No, you said professor, and I'm thinking Gilligan's Island. Yeah. And if you have Johnny as Denny there, you like, oh, hi. Oh, I'm here to save you. Playing my sister, can I kiss you? Ew. So, um, Cash just brought up a, a, <laughs> a fun idea. The, um, hey, it's uh, Gilligan's Planet. Prof- you never left her. The professor is the professor from Gilligan's Island. Uh, let's, let's replace uh, Alice with uh, Lucy. Um, and we'll just get random characters from random like sitcoms and put them into this situation but nobody has the script and they just have to figure out what's going on from there and it's not the actual it's not like the actual actors it's the characters so it's actually like Lucy from I Love Lucy is stuck in this Um, this one kind of got away from me I think yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, it's like the surreal life show that was a yeah something like that but they're like in the apocalypse like, I would watch something like that if they actually had to deal with real consequences. Invader Zim was more successful than he thought. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think that, that yeah, Invader, because he, he, he's, even though he's not the tallest, right. he seems to be fine. But when but he, that, they destroy That's how them. you choose your leaders, just by who's tallest? Yeah. But mentioning Destroy All Humans makes me think of the two games, Destroy All Humans 1 and 2. Yeah, and Wrath of the Furon, right? Yeah, that was Crypto, I think. Is Crypto, it? who's got the voice of, of um, is like a Jack Nicholson kind of rip-off voice. Ah, uh, yeah. I think. I played the first one, I'm pretty sure. I like, yeah, I, I like that. I like the second one was in the 60s in like, London and stuff. It's pretty cool. 
right. And the other idea I had for possibly a uh, uh, fantasy casting is kind of what we've been going with lately, the whole Muppets replacement thing. <laughs> so uh, Roman is is um, Sweetums. And he, like, uh, let's see, Roman is Sweetums. Um, we'll keep, like, one human. So, like, Roy will be, like, the one human. Okay. And Alice is uh, Janice, just to keep it weird, because you expect Miss Piggy to be in like the Romantic League, but no, we're gonna put we're gonna put Janice in there, and she's just like, like whoa. So is Gonzo gonna be Roman? Is he's Gonzo could be the Great Guidance. Oh. it'll be it'll be the one with the plungers on his head because I mean it makes sense for Gonzo because he's yeah, it was working. For uh, Muppets from Space. Yeah. I think you should swap that. I think Sweetums should be the Great Guidance and Gonzo should be Roman. Because okay. Gonzo is more of a main character than Sweetums. Yeah, and doesn't he have Miss Piggy or something? Or at least I'm thinking Muppet Babies. Yeah, because that would mean Camilla. <laughs> Camilla would have to be Alice. I mean, okay. Oh, God. Hmm. And would the professor be Michael Caine? Yes. <laughs> See, I'm, what, like playing, a, I'm playing it as serious as a heart attack. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, no, because you could technically make the professor, if you wanted to, Kermit. And, make and the his, ma- and and mom and mother Miss is Miss Piggy. <laughs> she keeps trying to, like, upstage Alice. Yes. <laughs> I love everybody here. <laughs> we need to keep <laughs> everyone safe. <sighs> Wanna be... Everyone's saying we don't have no fucking roof. I want to see Nanny show up somehow. Oh my god, is Nanny Roman? Because you never see her face. Yeah. <laughs> well, was that point two? Wasn't wasn't even from the the art and the uh, trailer? Wasn't Roman supposed to be a skull there? He's, but he did. And all of the art, it looks like he's got there's a skull inside the helmet. Well, and if you look yeah. inside. Like if you see the inside of the helmet, it looks like there's a. Oh, uh, it looks like there's a, what would be a guy's face in like um. But it looks like he's got like a nylon over. A his nylon, face. yeah, like a yeah. like, like out, a body mask type thing. Over you can, his face. yeah, you can make out like the facial, like the rough facial facial features, but it's like. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the video over here. Like, you, can, you can see the bulge where the nose would be, and you can see shadows for the eyes, and that's, I guess, that's the closest thing to a skull they could manage. I. Oh my god, now I'm thinking community, um, what if Abed directed this? Oh god. Oh god. The Dean, oh my god, the Dean would be Roman, and he would, like, kidnap Jeff. Yeah. I need to have you, Jeffrey! <laughs> <laughs> he just randomly grabs his shoulder. Speak out, but then kind of like. Eh. Yeah. Will so I stop that- doing this? I'm sorry. I know about people. It's you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. All right. So yeah. I feel like this was a pretty decent introduction to B Mind yeah. B Movie. Yeah. But not that B Movie month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think so too. I think so too. What what do we do next? Uh, well, I actually had oh, I had a list. I had it on my phone, but I'm using my phone for the Zoom call at the moment. So, I believe the next one I wanted to do was Manos Hands of Fate. Oh, oh wow! Yes. And that if there was ever a B movie, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But isn't that excruciating. Well, 
more than this. We'll check it out. We'll see if it's terrible. And if it, we end up finding a different one, we'll let you guys know on various social medias. Yeah. Find but, uh, hands, hands of fate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't, it can't be worse than Zardoz. That is true. But Zardoz is alright. Yeah. Okay, cannot be worse than... It can't be worse than Existo. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Let's see. Ocean's Eleven was long, but it wasn't. It wasn't Existo. Yeah. This exists. Yeah, Existo. That's one move. I don't know. They're they're both um, equal levels of pain for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, folks. So we will catch you next time. And um, keep in mind with us, MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. You can get us anywhere. Any. Everywhere where we have a podcast and stuff there, you can get our links, social media links, and be a part of our mailing list as well. So enjoy yourselves, be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.